0: are we live we are live yes we are live everyone say hi hi oh my oh no the red mic's broken again 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 well, I why see the issue actually actually i do see the issue hold on welcome to live tech tech support at star radio my name's Tom Wilson, i'm the co-host of let me talk and the host of the dispatch uh as i carry my mic around we're going to fix trinity's mic live on air so i see the issue here broken use another mic never mind tech has told us to go F ourselves uh, oh, so I did tell you guys, you guys yeah I did tell you guys before you we might have to share yeah,
1: that's hold up I'm, I'm, try- I'm, try- I'm trying a thing I'm trying a thing okay you never know with this studio let's
0: see because otherwise then I'll make calm line to share a mic if you want to try this one,
1: Oh, that's smart okay.
0: there you go if you want to try this one it's a bit yeah. fiddly
1: you know that's kind of smart right because you can just tap, tap me on the shoulder whenever you want to talk and then we mm-hmm. can go from there and I'll tap you on the shoulder yeah that's okay fine. nice nice <laughs> Okay, hello and welcome to Let Me Talk, the show where you talk and we listen. I'm your host, Callum Mair, and Tom Wilson is beside me as my co-host. We have some wonderful, wonderful guests in the studio. Please say your names.
2: Hi, my name is Zara. Hi, I'm Trinity.
1: This is episode two, and today we're going to be talking about Black History Month.
2: Woo! Very exciting.
1: <laughs> okay, so you know what? I'm going to start off with a couple of questions, and we can just go straight fire right into this. So what is Black History Month? Just give us a little nice summary.
2: Okay, so if someone came up to me in the street and they asked me to explain it, I would just say it's a celebration of black culture, and when they say history, I think they're just trying to you know, um, understand the fact that we have so much of it mm-hmm. and only so little of it can be celebrated consistently. So they gave us a month to do that in saturation form. We saturate everyone with our history. So in my mind that is what Black History Month is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's just making up lost time of not celebrating mm-hmm.
3: black history, black achievements, just black people uh prospering and excelling in certain fields. So I think it's just a time to focus on achievements that previously were just ignored or brushed past.
2: I agree, yes.
1: Mm -hmm. And I think one question that I have and a lot of people do have, right, is is there any significance to Black History Month being in October?
2: So actually somebody asked me this a couple days ago at an ACS event and I was stuttering away because I had (laughs) no idea but I did look it up eventually and in the UK anyway it was only developed in the 1980s which is a lot later than it was developed in the US so we did kind of take it from them we took the idea from them but in the UK it celebrated in October because one of the reasons why is that the school in the uk starts in september so they wanted to do it in october so the kids the black children attending school would actually get that sense of pride closer to the Uh beginning of the term which i thought was quite interesting actually and then the second one was just actually i asked my parents about this to like confirm because it just sounded a little bit dodgy. but apparently black leaders and like african tribe leaders they meet a lot in october and i asked my mum, she was like yeah it's true Uh in a political sense and in like um like in a village sense as well. So that's the UK. Uh,
1: yeah, I was going to ask, so, like, is it different in, in the US then? Do they have, like, a different month?
2: Yes. I'm
3: not sure if it's in yeah, or February. Yeah, I, I think it's February, it's, it's yeah. Um, but I honestly... Right,
1: this is why I'm so confused, because, like, my timeline on Instagram is, like, like, Black History Month in February and then in October, and I get so confused. I'm like, yeah. you would have... I would have I thought that, like, it would have been... You know, like international, like one one month, but that's interesting.
0: Uh, I mean, I guess I, I went to an American school, mm-hmm. uh, so I feel like it's also Black History Month uh, when I've we've had when we talked about it at school. I went to I went to an American school in the Middle East, uh-huh. so not in America, but it's very much uh, African American history, mm-hmm. uh, which does not encompass obviously Black history. And yeah, yeah. so it's also it's very I, obviously talking about Black history uh, from what I have learned. It seems obviously very different, and
1: yeah.
0: please refute me if I'm wrong. But it seems like it's obviously very different. Talk about African American history or Black history in the UK mm-hmm. is it's obviously it. It's, to me, it seems like it's ob- it's similar, obviously, but yeah. quite different.
2: I think they're like completely. T- I wouldn't say completely two different realms because I think everything that happened in the US definitely had a large imp- impact on Black history um, in the UK. But in America, Black History Month. There, It started because on the second week of October, Abraham Lincoln's birthday and Fred- Frederick Douglass' birthday, who was a former, enslaved, um, former slave, their birthdays coincide on the second month of October, so that's why it's Black mm-hmm. History Month there. So I feel like yeah. that wouldn't really relate to the UK. So obviously mm-hmm. they needed to find another month, which makes sense. But I think in the bigger picture of it all, that kind of just shows how they're different, but mm-hmm. they're both called Black History Month, you know what I mean? Yeah,
3: yeah. I Do- think...
1: Oh, sorry. Sorry, on you go, sorry. No,
3: I think it's just um, different achievements, Mm -hmm. and, like, I mean, while we share the same struggles, like, I guess the product of the diaspora is a bit different. Yeah. And, yeah, just different things, different achievements, although I will say that in the U.S., sometimes we do talk, like, during Black History Month about people who maybe weren't American, but they were still black, Mm -hmm. because... It's the black experience, despite different countries, is so universal that, like, their achievements are our achievements. Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly. Yeah, that was kind of what I was going to ask, is about, like, the distinction between black history and um, an African-American history. Do you think it sometimes gets muddled up or sort of, like, mixed in with each other? Is that sort of maybe frustrating um, or sort of, like, generalising in a way?
3: Personally, I don't really, like... I mean, the term African-American, it's fine to me, but I don't really, like... Um, identify as much i prefer the term black because i think african-american is something that was just invade- invented so that people felt that they were like more politically correct but it's mm-hmm. not most like it's not necessarily what people in the black community call so do you think it's a name
1: with like a political in- agenda in mind
3: yeah it, i mean it's i don't i mean i'm not entirely sure of its origins but no one i know calls it themselves african-american it's usually black and i think it's because in the u.s it's so hard to relate to our african roots because it's just so far back and so removed that it's just like it's not that we don't want to it's just there's no there's no association anymore unfortunately
2: Mm. um i think having trinity who's from america and black and i think me being british first generation so obviously my parents were born in Senegal and then they they moved here so like my connections to Africa are very very deep so I feel like when someone says black history and then African American history I feel like they can mean the same because um, African American history is Black history. Do you know what I mean? So it's just like it's it's weird because if someone was asking me about Black history, the first thing in my mind, like I'd maybe speak about Africa, but someone would say African American history, the first thing in my mind would maybe be like the Civil War or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel like to coincide them, I wouldn't get offended, but like I feel like they like there's differences definitely there yeah. that we should acknowledge.
3: Definitely, it's not something like people should be like afraid to use. Mm-hmm. It's just probably wouldn't be a term that we use as often yeah. cuz i think again black experience no matter where you are is quite universal so yeah. we don't really feel the need to be like well we're african american cuz just i don't know personally i believe that just black is what i am yeah
1: hmm. um i think maybe we can go into the next question if you want tom um i th- i think this is a this is actually a really interesting one um is the celebration of this month purely reserved to the people of an ethnic background or can everyone participate and if so how can they participate
2: so in my mind like being in the acs and doing all of these black history month events like throughout the year it would make me like a thousand times happier if i saw somebody that wasn't a person of color there do you know what i mean like mm-hmm. if i saw a white person who's like just for example coming to one of the events and they want to educate themselves and I think that's the main thing, what they can do the most is educate themselves, educate themselves on black history, educate themselves on the black experience because at the end of the day like for us to feel safe in whatever community we're in, it's up to the people around us and we can't always make excuses for them being ignorant or not knowing what's going on or wondering why I'm offended that I don't know, they touch my hair, it's basic Mm. but you know what I mean, like if they touch my hair like that's on them there's only so much we can do to urge them to come so I don't think it's um, reserved for one ethnicity yeah I
3: totally agree it's I mean Black History Month is a time for celebration for us but it's also a time for learning for I think other people just like Zara said like we can only do so much but it's open for everyone and like we want to share our experiences especially our experiences in St Andrews mm-hmm. and to know that we actually have support outside yeah, of our small that, community
1: that's, that's, that's an interesting point you brought up that was actually one of the questions I was going to ask you about um, like sort of the uh, basically about the black experience in, in St Andrews I mean I like personally just walking down the street it's pretty obvious this is a predominantly white town mm-hmm. um, and I'm guessing that must have an effect of some sort um I guess it's it's up to you. Like, what what do you think uh, is the the effect of of that?
2: So, I think if I was to go back, like. I was born in London like in North London I grew up there I was went to a school with a lot of people of colour and then I moved to Scotland and like there was like I was like the only black person in my class and oh. that was so I already got like the kind of sense of that but then when I go back home to like Senegal and things like that I don't think about race but then when I come to St Andrews it's like the community here For example, in high school, there was one other black person in my class, but we didn't really have a sense of community because there wasn't enough of us. But in St. Andrews, I feel like, yeah, I can have an ACS event with 30 people, and that would make me happy. Mm. But also, it would make me happier if I, as you said, walk on the street and saw people that, you know, looked like me. Um, And I think there is quite a lot of ignorance here when it comes to things like that and I'm um, it can come from a socioeconomic background like how people view race but how I've heard it in the St. Andrews how people view race sometimes can be a bit suspicious but mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah
3: um I think it's kind of well I kind of had an opposite experience I've always grown up like I grew up in a predominantly white area um so I honestly couldn't I think it's It's quite odd to always be the odd one out, like, to always just know that you're different, which is, again, I didn't expect anything different coming to St. Andrews. I knew that going in, but I think it's just kind of like, yeah, it's a bit of an isolating experience, and I think personally, like, finding a community is so, like, important and finding other people of colour to talk to is so important because it's just, sometimes you can experience things, other people won't won't notice and it just feels quite isolating and like um, yeah unwelcoming.
2: If I could just add on to that as well I think the importance of what Trinity, Trinity just said also relates to Black History Month because I feel like consistently throughout the year we're looking for black spaces like spaces where we feel like I'm not saying black spaces everyone in the room needs to be black but Predominantly black spaces so you could say something without having to put context behind it consistently and consistently and sometimes it does feel like a burden to mm-hmm. just be in the room and you're the only black person and it's like a weight on your shoulders having to explain everything to them like how does your hair like that blah 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 yeah, sometimes you just want to have a conversation with people and they don't bring up your race so yeah, I think, I think that's hard in St yeah. Andrews
3: have a place where you're unapologetically mm-hmm. completely able yeah. to be yourself and not aware like, I'm a lot of people think like oh maybe you bring up race too much but I think for me personally it's just like a constant thing that I'm made aware of like mm. it's there's not a day I go and I'm like get to forget not that I want to forget but just just be a person and yeah. not a black person in st. Andrews yeah
2: uh,
0: I mean that's something I I, I, I do quite find interesting because um, obviously I mean I'm very 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 clearly white I mean there's not even like you can't even just look at me and be like is it no he's Mm -hmm. absolutely white but I went to an international school and like when I so there were 60 nationalities in my class and when I first came to uni my flatmates one one, her parents were from Sri Lanka she grew up in Glasgow but everyone in her school was white Mm -hmm. and all my other flatmates they pretty much had predominantly white schools that it was like even me as like a guy who's very white, just because of the fact that I went to international school, they go around and be like, like it, they just start describing people by race. And yeah, I'm yeah. just like, okay, uh, I, I was trying, I was, I just kept on going. I was like, guys, we know Ethan. We don't have to keep describing by like what race he is. Yeah,
3: exactly. Um,
0: but yeah, I was going to ask you, Trinity. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know of the sixteen nineteen project? Um, no. It's a a project kind of put forward by some journalists of the New York Times, which is trying to reframe American history as starting in 1619 when the first slave ship from uh, uh, Africa came to, from the African continent came to Virginia. Mm. Uh, It's trying to say, well, look, this is the real beginning of uh, American history. Whereas, like, you know, like, as you know from school, like when we did U.S. history, it's like, it starts at, when did it really start, like, boston tea party some like mm-hmm. col- like some colony stuff but really they'll start like Declaration of independence 1776 mm-hmm. what do you think of like that as like this, this looking at that from like that different point of view that kind of like i guess it is a post-colonial view of history mm-hmm. um how, how do you how do you see that in the post like as opposed to the very eurocentric kind of like this is the british colonies now we're america
3: Mm. Um, I think it would have been something that I would have really appreciated growing up not to say that all American history started there but just maybe to put more of an emphasis in talking about black history because it's it's not crazy to say that black people built America because they did whether it's culturally or literally built America so I think there's really like there's not an emphasis on um, Black history in school, and if, in fact, when we do talk about it, it's quite mitigated. For especially if you're in a primarily white area, they they mitigate it and they say, "Well, oh, they were nice. They were nice slave masters. They were, you know, some people really loved their slaves." And it's just kind of, I think that at least where I grew up in my state, I grew up in has the second best education in the U.S., but extremely lacking. Um, the facts. One time I had a school assignment that asked me to describe Frederick Douglass' employer. His employer, actually his slave owner. So it's just, I think the U.S. The U.S. history is just really messed up and it's just lacking completely. So I think they definitely need to include. And maybe not so much, I think a lot of U.S. history is focused on black trauma and not so much black achievements. Um, they want their, they focus on the time that we were enslaved, which is so important to focus on, but don't really focus on any of the good things that America, uh, Black Americans, have contributed.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I think my next question is: um, Do you believe that the celebration of Black History Month um, will have, has, or will have a positive impact on tackling the issue of racism, and uh, how? How does how do they do that?
2: Um, I would like to think it does. Um, But, like, if I'm really, really thinking about it, like, I think it's mainly a celebration for us. Like, Mm -hmm. in the day and age we are in, like, it's hard to be, like, we're tackling racism. And when people say we're tackling racism, most of the times they are not. They're just fixing prejudice that they've built up over the years. And racism is... Racism is just so deep in our systems. It's so systematic that you cannot tackle it with one month of celebration for us. So I, when I think about Black History Month, I think about a time that I can celebrate my ancestors and celebrate my friends' ancestors and celebrate my my family and things like that and celebrate myself. So I try not to think of it as it tackling racism because i think that can be quite damaging when Mm. that month is over and nothing has changed do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, i think i completely agree
3: um at this like you said all the resources are there we live in the age of technology (laughs) and it's kind of like if you want to you will Mm -hmm. um there's nothing more we can't do nor like should we like of course not our responsibility i mean obviously if people have questions i'm more than happy to answer them. But at the end of the day, it's not black people or any other minority's burden to educate you. Mm. Like, the information is there. Mm -hmm. History is there. It's all on the internet. You do quick Google search. At this point, it's out of our hands. So I totally agree with Zara that, like, while we want everyone to enjoy this celebration, at the end of the day, it's more of just a time for us to be proud of who we are Mm -hmm. and where we came from in our culture.
1: Mm -hmm. Does that not necessarily imply that like if you're given a month to be proud then what's what's the like significant of like the other 11 months like why is why is black history boiled down to just one month does that I guess I, does that imply that the the other 11 months are are for for white history like
2: <laughs> I, I think i'm gonna like i'll have to contradict myself a little bit because like the Although Black History Month is for us, I feel like it is t- termed so other people know about it. Do you know what I mean? Like, like You'll go around the street and like people will be like, oh, it's Black History Month and it will be like a white person. Do you know what I mean? So I think it is important that there is a month for it, like executively Black History Month, so people around can be aware about it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because if we didn't have one and we were just celebrated to be proud of our ancestors all year round, which we do anyways, I feel like there is... It was can kind of, it is good thing yeah. that it's named and that it's there and like it's, meet all over the media and things like that. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I totally agree with Zara. Like there needs to be an emphasis, but not necessarily for us. It's great that we get to enjoy these events and have these extra events. But we're black. Every day is about being black and about where we came from and where mm-hmm. we're going. So this is not like, for for us. For me personally every year is black mm-hmm. oh, all year is black history
1: month mm-hmm. so, so it's would you say it's like yeah. it's basically just like the month is more for like um, I guess like not spreading awareness but kind of for other people to be conscious of of mm. of black history month or, or just of black history and kind of getting them to maybe think about it or maybe research it instead of it just being like a month because like you're, like you're saying all like Black History is is twelve months. Like it's mm-hmm. not just one month, mm-hmm. but maybe it's just that month is is the one where you can kind of sort of um, m- maybe it's for more exposure. I'm I'm mm. not sure.
2: No, no, I agree uh, over the fact that it gives us the opportunity to be a little bit louder about it, mm-hmm. and like you know, what I mean, like in the ACS, like there's not a m- every month we can have like six events that yeah, celebrate. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think it definitely gives us that opportunity to like push it a bit more and mm. uh, from our from our perspective yeah,
3: yeah i agree mm-hmm. um it's it's just about getting it out there to kind of any other like hispanic heritage month uh, asian heritage month or even anything for like maybe like we have months for like diseases and stuff mm-hmm. just it's one time to focus all of our energy and just making sure everyone else knows that yeah. it's year-round
2: exactly
0: just uh, uh, obviously, I was late because I was doing secret agent stuff, which I will need to leave for in five minutes. Five <laughs> minutes. It's only thirty. You, you, okay. know, you are a secret agent. Um. Well, I was, well, then can you show me? Uh, yes, I will. I was just going to ask you guys, just because I missed it. What do you guys study again? Just.
2: Uh, I study management in
3: Chinese. I do IR in German.
0: Did you take? Uh, well, you probably know of IR Trinity, but uh, obviously in you know, post-colonialism.
3: Uh, we haven't had the lecture yet, but yeah.
2: Yeah, I do IR yeah. as well.
0: But oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: coming up soon. Yeah, we did a little bit on it last year, mm. and bringing that up, what were you going to say about? I was, so was going to say because
0: I'm yeah, well, it's very much linked. Uh, yeah. so third year, I'm doing uh, well. One of my classes is Arab-Israeli conflict. Uh-huh. Obviously, I know not black it hi- black history, but it's very post-colonial centred. So, mm-hmm. kind of bringing back uh, Palestinian, uh, if you think about especially like a lot of their history. Is based on memory mm-hmm. and it's not recorded. Mm-hmm. So it's historians having to try and find one which is not in the, because of Eurocentric kind of like mind, mindset in mm-hmm. academia, is not in the limelight, but they've had to also try and find those people and history that does not have a record, mm-hmm. which in a lot of different post colonial places, for example, especially you think of black history, not only African history, but even in the US mm-hmm. or in the uk would you think there's been some progress made like in terms of maybe not just academic history but just mm-hmm. in the teaching of history to move past that kind of like eurocentric idea of teaching of history and move towards kind of you, moving towards and promoting you think of black history black voices
2: mm-hmm. uh i definitely think uh, you know i've only been at uni for like a year and like three months but in my time here last year when i was doing ir i was actually quite Impressed a little bit. I'm not gonna hype up the Irish department too much, but I was like, I was no exactly. I was impressed a little bit with the fact they were teaching us of the post-colonialist like theories and like the Pan-African stuff as well. Because I think Pan-Africanism is so so important for everyone, like not just African people or Black people. Like it's just the fact of African unity amongst the diaspora is just so important and the fact that they were teaching us that in the politics sense as well was very important but I think obviously secondary school for me like we only learnt about like that Atlantic the transatlantic mm. slave trade. Like for me, like you know, you're sitting in the class, like everyone's looking at you and it's like this is oh, so yeah. awkward. And it's like because <laughs> oh, they're talking yeah, they're talking about the brutality of like slaves and like we all know this thing these things. Do you know what I mean? Talking
3: about be- being the PWI when you talk you have that slave topic in school and everyone turns yeah. around and slowly looks at you.
2: And it's like I feel like we could have talked about it in a more sensitive sense. I feel like there's not too much sensitivity around the subject of it. Mm. Like they were just like, oh this week we're learning about the slave trade when there's so 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 much of it or like put on like an episode Mm -hmm. of roots like that's (laughs) kind of
3: I think like back to what you said about like oral history I think personally in America that's any remnants that black people have of our African roots it's all passed down orally or Mm -hmm. not in the traditional sense of recorded history I mean even um, AAVE African American Vernacular English Mm -hmm. like that is um, a mixture of English and it's kind of like a pigeon language but it's evolved Mm -hmm. um, now to how a lot of um, black people speak as well and how we express ourselves but it evolved from people enslaved people having to learn English but just not having the time Mm -hmm. of course exactly and I just think there's so much that black American history is so rich and none of it is for the most part none of it is from the traditional sense of passing down history Mm -hmm. and like um, cultural traditions yeah
1: so do you think there needs to be maybe like a change in the education department, maybe like uh, I mean especially in Scotland because I'm I'm gonna be honest, in my school we do not learn anything. Yeah. Um and, and, and like it's not not like there there isn't of course there there's there's so much uh, black history, it's so varied, but I guess we just don't get to, to, to learn it um in like a in like a school in a school setting, mm-hmm. which I guess
0: because yeah. I have to go back to work. I'm very <laughs> sorry, I do not mean this. But... Uh, we are teaching Callum how to do songs, uh, and I need to go back to work now. Oh. I'm very sorry, guys. I've had a great time talking to you. Really amazing guest. It was Honestly, really nice to meet you. It. <laughs> it's, it's awesome. Uh, all you do is you cut the sliders for everyone, and then when you're done cutting the sliders, you press play um, on whatever song That's you the have. Play button, is that your only play? I've got PJ Morton and two long songs. Sweet. Okay. Uh, it's, it's my. It's my. It's my. It's uh. We're meant to load on the songs beforehand. Calum and I are incredibly prepared. Mm-hmm. We are, so, we are. Uh, it's this novel stuff from my show. Last no, no, no. I'm only going
1: to do one song. Oh, yes, be honest. Uh, and then when you're
0: done, press auto fade. Okay, okay. to go back and do um, my notework I can't talk about okay. on there. Okay, brilliant, Bye. guys. We'll just go for a
1: short break and we will be back after the song. And we're back. That was fun. That was actually a really short. Song. I thought it was gonna be longer. I won't lie. Like I was, I was really like getting into talking to you guys there. But that's so annoying. Yes, guys, we have we have off air talks that aren't heard on air. Like the amount of like ridiculous talks I've like I've had like off air. Like last year, I was on Tom's show, The Dispatch, uh. and we had someone. We had my friend Patrick who came on, and just like the shit he was confessing to mm. off air <laughs> was was absolutely ridiculous. It was so funny. But yeah, um, okay. So that was sort of our Black History Month segment.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, we can we can get back to that. But I was gonna maybe focus more on the societies you guys are part of. Mm. So, Zara, you said you were part of the Afro Caribbean Society.
2: Yeah. So last year I was like obviously a fresher, so I was in it, but like I wasn't. I didn't infiltrate as much as I did this year. But this infiltrate. year I'm ma- I managed to infiltrate. So I'm the secretary of the ACS. So basically. The Vice President, Isaac, who's also my flatmate, he wrote a whole new constitution for the ACS, basically making it more democratic. So, like, we all have a say in, like, everything that goes on. So, it's not just the Vice President and the President that can, like, make up decisions. So, like, if something was to go wrong, we all have a spot in changing that, which I personally like. And then also this year our main goal which is what I kind of talked about before the break was like creating more black spaces and I feel like we have done that to an extent like last year I was kind of struggling a bit with trying to like go to events and things like that but this year we're kind of consistently consistently pushing out events so rather or not like leaving the freshers in the depths of, not depths of health that's a bit far, but you know like <laughs> the depths of St Andrews yeah. <laughs> and like not having anything next door neighbours Yeah. But so, then we got, so yeah. could
1: you maybe like expand on some of the events that you've done so far mm-hmm. um
2: so, I'm. I'm talk about Black History Month mainly because um, that's what we're in right now. But the first of October, we had a panel of power, and it was really, really good. We invited a couple speakers to come uh, from like London two from Glasgow. We had like an SNP councillor from Glasgow, and there was it was really, really good. Oh wow! So, yeah, it was a really good event, and it was in Parliament Hall, and we're hoping to do it annually, but. It Parliament out. Hall,
1: that's in St. Andrews, right? Really. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So it turned out really good. Like, we just got them all to say a little bit about their background, their fields, and we wanted to get a variety of fields. Like, we got a musician, politician, junior doctor, things like that. Just so they can expand on their experiences of being black in their field, because I feel like it varies so much from, like, if you're a musician and you're a doctor, obviously you haven't had the... Maybe this... Experiences are similar in a contextual sense, but like personally, we wanted to really let them get personal with us and you know, how you know, we're all at uni, we're all trying to find our way where we want to go in the future. So, I feel like it was good for everyone to kind of hear that. Um, but we have other events coming up as well, but mm-hmm. it's not marketing, so I'm not <laughs> going to get into that. But <laughs> no, I mean, you can plug whatever you like.
1: <laughs>
2: we have Ubuntu, which Trinity is actually head of logistics. Yeah. So, there
1: you go, J-Geneen. How do you feel about Experiment being in Ubuntu? Um, Trinity.
2: so I wish I had joined ACS
3: last year. I think I was just a little bit intimidated. Mm. Um, I didn't quite know how I mean, I don't know if this is odd, but I didn't know what it meant to be black in the UK quite yet. That's very valid. I didn't know what that was going to be like. It's my first time ever being in the UK last year. Um, And I also didn't know, like, again as much as we are the same, we're also the black American experience, again, we don't, I think, at least from what I've observed, a lot of people who are black here have a lot more recent ties to maybe their African or Caribbean heritage, mm-hmm. and I think sometimes that can differ because, again, black Americans kind of had to create their own culture, so I was, like, concerned that maybe I wouldn't be able to really, just kind of, like, freshers anxiety, mm-hmm. but I regretted that very much so Mm -hmm. I wanted to I didn't realize how much I needed a community at the time so now I'm in ACS and I at the end towards the end of last semester I watched Ubuntu because I'd heard about it through Zara and I was just blown away not only did they encompass like African history and African culture but they also um, I believe had some like dance tributes yeah. to like American culture, and um, I just thought it was stunning and like the best fashion show. Um, so I was like, okay, I really want to get involved in this. Um, and so, am I allowed to say what mm. what the theme is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So the theme this year for Ubuntu is um, Afrofuturism. Afrofuturism. Sorry.
1: How would you um, how yeah like how would you e- explain that to someone that doesn't know what Af- Afrofuturism is?
2: Um okay when someone mm, when you look up Afrofuturism on Google like it will just I'm gonna come Google up going Google it actually yeah, it will literally just come up with a picture of like Black Panther and mm. I like understand what they mean because obviously I don't know I'm a Marvel fan so Marvel freak so right. yeah. <laughs> like you go they go in and there's all this new technology and things like that and they're in Africa so they're living in the future yeah. being African that's like the
1: Oh right, right, right. So, so basically, like, basically Wakanda. Yeah,
2: right. but kind like of the aesthetic of
3: like black people in like a kind of maybe more like
2: science fiction yeah. dystopian sort of role. Mm-hmm. But if you're thinking about it philosophically, is that there is a future for Africa? And there's a there's because I feel like when people talk about Africa, they talk about this third world country, and I know I'm not saying that it's not, yeah. but like they're like they don't have water, all this, blah blah blah, 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 which is not true. Being from Senegal... Uh, it's, pretty,
1: it's pretty ignorant stereotype.
2: Exactly. Being from Senegal and from, like, the capital of Senegal, Dakar, like, it's a very, very modern place. And I feel like people would not expect that when it comes to mm-hmm. their head. So I feel like this show... I'm the head of choreographers for Ubuntu, so what I will try and portray is the fact that there's more to us than just traditional africa like there's there's so much we have so much more interest like people that come from africa like we don't just care about like the traditionalness of all there's new people there there's people with new developments there's Mm -hmm. people that are more there's more education more educated people so you know we have all these new stuff coming out coming out of
1: africa that we want to
2: show as well
1: do you guys do like music events
2: Top. Um. We're, yeah because like we have our launch party which is actually in the 601 on the 22nd of October mm-hmm. so we'll have a DJ for that and things like that Um, we need a playlist I'll probably be asked to do it but like it's fine <laughs> it's fine you know what kind of music
1: you'd be playing
2: yeah it would probably be like a mix of I don't know if you guys know Kate Tranada. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, like, a DJ. Um, he's worked with Tyler, the creator. He's worked with Kali Uches. And, like, the type of music he makes, uh, for some reason, it just encompasses Afrofuturism for me. Because he's, like, one of the first, like, black American, like, DJs that has gone fully mainstream with, like, artists and things like that. And mm-hmm. that person makes me proud. But then also the style of music as well is very, like... House, it's It's not that much African house. Yeah,
1: have you heard uh, the uh, what's the album? Is it like 99.9%? Yeah, yeah, really, really good.
2: Um, so it's like the mix of African, like Afro beats with like the house music. I feel like it's very Afro futuristic. I don't know Mm -hmm. for me, for me personally. Mm,
1: That's really interesting. I've never really thought about it that way, but um, I guess that's like that's really, really enlightening actually. (laughs) I was also gonna ask, um I'm really hungry right now, so, I'm like, my brain just went to, like, African food. Mm-hmm. Mm. Jollof rice. <laughs> <laughs> I really, want, I really, really, really want to try it. Like, I've had so many friends say it's, like, really good. And there's also this thing where it's, like, Nigerian versus Ghanaian jollof no, rice. I,
2: I hear you. It's Basin, but have you had it before? No, oh, yeah. I have really? I don't know, I, cause, um It's not, like...
3: Again, I grew up in a very predominantly white area, yeah. so I never had that like exposure. And then I mm-hmm. came here. I don't and know where I would get it. it. I don't know where I'd get it, in St Andrews, or maybe I have yeah. to go
2: to Dundee or something. Mm-hmm. I personally, my mum would make it. Like mm. my mum's, my mum and dad would like make it at home. But like ours would be Senegalese, which in my opinion is like ten times better. But we're not trying to get into all of that right now. But <laughs> There's always
1: like a low Exactly, <laughs> but like
2: people always forget about Senegal. I'm like, our food is just good. But like yeah. I, we keep it quiet because we're humble. We mm-hmm. we're humble people. Like we know our food's good. We we don't need to argue with people, but I'm not saying that Nigerian and Ghanaian is not good as well. But I feel like our traditional food is just—it's 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 mm. so good, mm-hmm. and like soul food as well. Oh, soul food. Isaac makes gr- Isaac's from DC. He makes great soul food. Oh
3: man! Um, I not to play into stereotypes, but <laughs> fried chicken, <laughs> fried chicken is so
2: good.
1: Yeah, you guys should sort of maybe you could do like uh, for the afro Caribbean side, like a sort of like come dine with me. Style. No,
2: yeah, we had a potluck actually mm. on. It was like a week ago or something. No, it was like three days ago. I don't We're know. Actually, it's all blurred mm. into one Black History Month for me, but I feel like we need to have another one purely African Caribbean. Mm-hmm. You know? that would be nice. because
1: I know I remember seeing um, uh, like Freshers' Fair. There was I think it was like an Asian. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I don't know if it was like a tasting um, mm-hmm. event or something, but you could basically come down and just get like Asian food. Yeah, and. I was like, yeah, I'm there. Like,
2: <laughs> yeah, we need that, say, Andrew, because there's literally nowhere to find African
1: yeah. food unless it's coming oh, from yeah. our I'm, kitchen. I'm so I wouldn't even know
2: where to start.
3: I've, I've heard
1: so much about jollof rice. And I think this is this time. I need it's time to try it.
2: It is good. It's good. Mm.
1: Mm. <laughs> yeah. So, I was also like, let's. I'm gonna bring the conversation back to Black History Month because there's a couple mm-hmm. of questions I forgot to ask. Mm. Um, I guess. Whenever someone says Black History Month or even Black Lives Matter, mm. there's always someone, someone in the background, that has to pipe up and say, <laughs> "All lives matter," yeah. or White History Month. So I kind of wanted to ask you guys, why do you think that that is, I guess, problematic?
2: Um, because well, I guess, I guess, <laughs> on
1: on the surface, right, yeah. a, a phrase like "All lives matter" sounds it sounds fine yeah. but i guess the the what it's uh, intending to do isn't yeah that's
2: bullshit going to say like
3: i think it's sorry
1: no no, no go, go i ahead.
3: think personally for me it's just kind of some tough tough love it's not about you
2: yeah. like
3: everything was about you for the past 400 500 however many years it's not like if your friend has a broken leg is in the hospital and you're complaining that the intention's not on you because it's on your friend like right. it's just it's just a matter of fact of just being like, okay, suck it up. This mm-hmm. is a really important issue. You're not the one who's hurting right now. You're not the one who's suffering right now. Mm-hmm.
2: In fact, you should be bringing flowers to the hospital. Mm-hmm. So it's just that's
3: yeah. a
1: really good analogy. Yeah.
2: In, in my mind, if somebody if somebody came up to me and said, "All lives matter," against I feel like when you um use them in comparison to one another, that's when like I'll like I'll be like, that's too far. But it's just like your whole life you have never been marginalised in terms of your race. I feel like that's what they forget. They're like, reverse racism exists. I'm like, okay, whatever. But when they walk into a room, the first thing people won- will never look at is their race. And for me, I think privilege is actually a, a tangible thing. Like mm-hmm. I feel like it's, it's not intangible because it affects my future. It affects... It can affect my physical being. It can affect my mental being. So I think... Privilege is a tangible thing, and for someone to be like all lives matter it 's like well you 've never had to grab onto that privilege before, mm-hmm. and now that we're it's because it's already with them, and the fact that we're never we 're not even taking away their privilege we 're just giving ourselves some
3: think oh maybe just maybe we're actually equal exactly maybe we just deserve the same the same slice of pie that you guys have had enjoyed for the past exactly however
2: many years and it 's like the minute the minute one person I, it's like we're not even threatening to take away their rec- their um, rights just as they've done to us in the past yeah. you know what I mean I'm so it's not even yeah. they, they, when people say that I feel like they have never even thought about the historical connotations of what they've just said yeah it's do you
1: do you think that comes from a place of like miseducation and if so mm-hmm. what's the mm-hmm. best way to go about kind of um, pr- not maybe, maybe just like educating them like how, how do we do that
3: again kind of as I said like I genuinely, like, I do understand to an extent, but in this day and age, you've, it's very it's hard. You. It's yeah. at mm-hmm. this, at this th- in this day and age, at this point, it's willful yeah. ignorance for the mm-hmm. most part. Right. Like, you turn on the news, someone's saying something. Mm-hmm. Like, you can, you have, many people have access to the internet. You go to the library, the internet's free. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to know, you can know. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, for me, I have very little patience for people who say, all lives matter, white lives matter. Yeah. Like, when you can ask my people of color you know, maybe even, not even people of color, maybe other people who are white and are educated on the subject. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, at this point... It's willful.
2: For, yeah, for me, I feel like when people, when they say that, they know that it's going to bring out a reaction from people because mm. if they were actually ignorant or if they were actually uneducated, they wouldn't say it. Mm. I I just feel like they know that it's a negative thing to say and then they said it and mm. they want a reaction out of me, which, again, <coughs> will make me have a reaction because it's like you thought about saying that. Like, mm. I said Black Lives Matter and you were like, oh, let me say All Lives Matter. Which, again, yeah.
3: shows the privilege. Yeah, you know, exactly. It, I mean... I. Personally I try not to let it affect me, but mm-hmm. it's gonna it's gonna take up space in my mind. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately it's gonna take up it's gonna take time out of my day. And it's like sometimes it's like I call it like the black tax. Like it's going to mm-hmm. it's going to take something from me and it's going to take nothing from you. Yeah. yeah. So exactly. that's I mean, if talking about tangible privilege, just saying something like like White Lives Matter knowing it's not gonna really affect you, whatever my reaction is, but mm-hmm. that's something that's gonna yeah. stay with me. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
1: So back onto like uh, Black History Month. Um, I think it's very interesting what you guys have I've uh, have talked about, and I guess your your interpretation of, of of Black History Month being sort of to to be like one month where it's kind of saturated and exposed uh, and and I guess made aware to the public. I think so was a v- very interesting actually because I, that was one of my questions. Mm-hmm. Um, like, why is it a month? But I guess recently Black History Month seems to be like advertised a lot whether through like brands like clothing s- through sports like adverts and I guess it could be seen as though it's more of like a commercial brand rather than mm-hmm. like like it seems like that's its priority mm-hmm. rather than wearing a- uh, like raising awareness and I guess like I don't know whether it generates capital mm-hmm. but if if it does I was wondering like if you guys knew, like, where does it go?
2: Um, I think what, like, this particular point, like, came out, came up a lot for me in my mind during the Black Lives Matter, like, mm-hmm. um, the height yeah. of it in like June, and like, companies would put on their Twitter, like, hashtag Black Lives Matter, or like, if I went into like, I don't know, like, an American Target and saw like a oh, Black yeah. Lives Matter T-shirt, which they have, yeah, you, exactly, yeah. I would be like, one.
1: Do you think it's basically bullshit? Yeah,
2: yeah, I think yeah. it is. They're just trying to show their. Allyship, but then at the it's same empty. time they're making yeah. money off of that, the exactly. allyship. Exactly, and it's like I will never, ever, ever buy into anything like that unless it clearly <coughs> states it's going to like a charity, or if it's going into like I don't know bail, bail funds, things like that. I, why would I buy a T-shirt mm-hmm. to go b- right and back into Target's capitalism? Mm,
1: black exactly.
3: trauma is marketable. Black trauma. Oh yeah, is. I
1: think that's something that I find like very ridiculous. I mean, mm-hmm, just seeing. Um, I guess like it, like the, like I'm saying it's like it's completely commercialized like the t-shirts the the, the merch like you're literally selling um, like our yeah. yeah to the
3: world no 100% like it's like not even just brands but like Netflix shows like yeah. the New Dahmer show yeah. that's out I'm pretty sure the victims their families are not going to see it an ounce of that money, or not enough, yeah, mm. to make a show like that. Every single penny yeah. has to be going to the families of the victims. It's profiting yeah. of the trauma of young black men, young gay black men, mm. like, and for what? For for true crime? For the true crime, like, um, phase that's going on right now. Yeah. Like, the only way that I could even be remotely like accepting of a show like that is if. Netflix they didn't see a cent of it, which is just not true, and it's not realistic, so I don't know why they keep... Mm-hmm. I can list on my... like I could list and list and list numbers of shows that things like Netflix and Amazon has profited off of. Just people like to see it. It's visceral, and it's... Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, wow. They're just like us. Oh, wow. I didn't know it's that bad, but I mean, it also kind of like makes it seem almost like a fantasy Yeah, like theatrical. it's like this is real life yeah. stuff like this is people really go through these things so it's, and it's just like oh well it's in the movie.
1: Are you saying like Netflix is sort of like romanticizing?
3: Uh, oh 100% I mean TikTok it's like everyone's going like oh my god or this, or that, have you seen or that's what I keep getting asked all the time you couldn't pay me enough money to watch that show yeah. I won't I won't watch it, it's glorifies like, it glorifies serial killers which uh, I don't support that in the first place mm-hmm. but like it's just like, yeah like I said it's profiting off it, people want to see the pain, people like, people like having a spectacle, they like Exactly
2: mm. I really agree with what you said and I think even to bring it back into a smaller scale like if you're talking about capital, like people have personal capital to themselves, like if someone posted on their Instagram story like Black Lives Matter they're there is they're making something off of that They're whether it's internal and they're like okay i stand with them but they're not actually doing anything and it's like at the end of the day like i have to watch that story and then maybe i'll see them with like i don't know their boyfriend and they're saying something totally different different. exactly you know that's
1: i think was uh kind of like i was on the same line as you when the the was it like the blackout Happens. Yeah
2: yeah like the square oh, that was so and stupid that was so dumb. I think yeah no I,
1: I I guess I didn't really understand it because okay. it sort of seemed like mob mentality like if I don't mm. do this, Yeah yeah no, I need no, to no. show I was like, I need to show my black friends I'm not racist. Yeah. Like, that was that was the intent behind a lot of it, oh, rather 100%. than... 100%. For real. Do you know what I mean?
2: I think the mob mentality is so, so, so strong. And, the,
3: yeah. sorry. and, and like, all this performative activism, it's never started by black people. Mm-hmm. It's never... This is not what we ask for when people are like, well, what can I do to get involved? This is not it. This is mm-hmm. not... I don't know any black person was like, you need to post your square on Instagram right now yeah. or
2: else. I didn't
3: post a square,
2: like... No. And I feel like if all the people that posted squares, which I know will never have, just stop being racist, like, <laughs> that would be millions, like, billions of people. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: I think that's, like, there's a lot of truth to that. A black square is not going to stop a racist exactly. from being racist.
2: Exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: There's a lot more to that. Like so You're so right. You're so right.
3: Personally, for me, I think racism is going to require a lot more it's, for me, more specifically to St. Andrews, like there has been little microaggressions chipping and chipping away, if you want to be an ally say something, say something, say anything, be aware, be like aware of what other people are saying, be be aware of what you're saying that's the way you've, if you want to fight racism, that's the way you combat it in little small instances, Mm -hmm. because again, for us
2: it, it takes a, away so much. It takes
3: away so yeah. much
2: all the time, little by little, every day. Mm. That even if just one person spoke up, like, it'd make a big difference. Right.
1: Mm. Thank you guys so much. This has been a fantastic it's talk. A we are getting to the end of our show. Unfortunately, I would love to talk about this a lot more. Uh, you guys are educating me so much. I'm, I'm, I'm hearing so much and, and learning. It's, 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 been, it's been good fun. Mm. Um, unfortunately, there has been someone that's been, like, hovering around this mm-hmm. like door for like mm-hmm. ten minutes now. I'm like I'm getting like passive aggressive vibes off him that he really wants to get in here and start a show. Uh, so yeah I'm, I'm, I g- I'm guess gonna we can wrap up <laughs> this has been Let Me Talk episode two with Trinity and Zara on Black History Month. Thank you everyone for listening and good night. Hi <laughs>